These are the games that are on my mind. This is three games to watch right here on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Stick around. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Games to Watch. I am Stephen Willis. You can see me down there below um, at the Stephen Willis on Twitter. Um, Miami and Texas A&M. That is going to be the game that everybody is going to be paying attention to because of what happened last week. Miami had a sluggish start but was able to dispatch with Southern Mississippi. Texas A&M did not. That's about as good as you can put that. Defense played relatively well. Epi State only had like 315 yards of offense, but they were able to keep the ball for 40 minutes. They slowed the game down, killed possessions, took away the big plays for the most part. There was two Devin A-chain touchdowns. But they were kind of able to take control in this game, and they won the game 17-14, to but that's probably not representative of the dominance that they had. I mean, App State deserved the win. They just ran the ball. They took them straight up. Now, you've heard all the rumors. $31 million for a signing class. The greatest signing class in the history of college football. Jimbo makes, he's on like a $100 million quarterback. I mean, contract, I should say. How much longer are they going to put up with this? It's almost at the point where Jimbo Fisher rode Jameis Winston to a national championship, and then people kept giving him chances after that because they think they won the national championship because of him. Might be the other way. Now, one thing I'm interested in is Henry Paris Jr. at running back for Miami. I want to see how the Hurricanes are going to look on the big stage. This is a big game for them. They're ranked 13th. They could move up. They're actually a five-and-a-half-point dog, even though they are ranked 11 spots higher than Texas A&M. It's a weird thing. You know, I'm not one to call out SEC bias, but there's a little bit of fishiness happening here. So if Miami wins this game, if they can pull this off, I think next week A&M has Arkansas. This could get pear-shaped on A&M in a hurry. And the whole problem that they have, they do not have a quarterback yet again. I expect to see potentially some of Max Johnson in the near future. Um, Haynes King just looks like he may not be it. But Devin A. Chain, he is a legit running back, and if it wasn't for him, Appy State would have completely blown out Texas A&M. Anyway, before we get started, I do want to tell you about BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all of your pro and college betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of your latest Football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. That's so weird seeing MLB being put there with the very niche sports. That's odd to me. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. 
All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications whenever a new video is posted, and of course, upvote the video itself. If you do that, we will appreciate it. Um, BYU and Oregon, number 12 BYU against number 25 Oregon. They are still ranked um, after even after what Georgia did to them in week one. BYU beat Baylor in two overtimes last week. They kind of got some mo on their side. They were able to pull that game off and win against Dave Aranda's boys, who we all know can be a tricky out for um, us. So, so Bo Nix is in Oregon. He is thrown for 450 yards, five touchdowns, two picks. Jalen Hall, um, 522, three touchdowns and a pick. And BYU is a physical, hard-nosed team, period. They're going to play hard. They're real similar to what Dave Aranda and Baylor do. And they have a chance to be pretty good because their schedule is going to be favorable because they're not quite yet playing a Big 12 schedule. So we'll be interested. Bo Nix, you know, he's an athlete. How is he going to do at Oregon? Oregon doesn't quite have the pieces in place to – run Dan Lanning's system. This could be problematic for the Ducks, but at the end of the day, Puddles the Duck is still potentially the greatest mascot in college football. Yeah, I said it, the greatest mascot. But that should be an interesting game, and if BYU gets past that one and it reasserts their dominance over the Pac-12, which they were 4-5-0 or five and oh last year, they continue that streak. They have a chance to make some hay this year. And our final game that we have an eye on is number 22, Penn State at Auburn. People remember when Auburn went up to Happy Valley and lost last year. But this game, Penn State should probably win. Penn State's the better team. You're getting three points, or giving away three points with Penn State. You would kind of take that. This feels like a 7-14 to 14 game. But the story is there's so much smoke around the Plains for the potential of orange jerseys. They're already wearing orange face masks. We saw that last year. So orange face mask, orange jerseys is a possibility for the Auburn Tigers this weekend. Will it matter? Not on the field, but the fan base, it could be something that they can kind of take heart on. Now, if Auburn loses this game, it's going to be a long year for the Tigers. And you've got LSU, you've got a whole bunch of people that can come in and get right against your team. T.J. Finley does not look like that dude. Robbie Ashford is kind of a running threat at the college level. Now, whenever I covered him in Hoover, Alabama, it was a little bit different, but he looks like looks like he's going to be a good player. So we'll see how that goes. But Auburn, Penn State, will Sean Clifford be able to boss around the Auburn defense like he did at um, Happy Valley last year and also – what will the offense and defense for Auburn actually look like whenever they play somebody with a pulse? Remember, when everybody looks at Ole Miss and says they haven't played anybody, it could be worse. It could be Auburn to where you've played Mercer and San Jose State and the offense hasn't looked good really in either one of them. Not necessarily the defense either. So this could be a problem for the Auburn Tigers. And there's not really a way you can get around it. But I am watching this. I'm going to pay attention to it. Um, it is a 2.30 CBS game. It's kind of funny. Like Fox and FS1 
and ABC, they would all love it whenever um, the SEC plays a non-conference game out of conference because you can put the SEC team on your TV. We're doing the opposite on CBS this week. We're putting a Big Ten team on there because CBS is going to be a Big Ten network in a couple of years. I still can't believe they threw away the best value in all of sports. That's absolutely amazing. Anyway, those are our three games to watch. Hope everybody enjoys them. Enjoy this weekend. Make every Saturday count. Anyway, we'll catch you next time.